the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, talking about whatever's on your mind tonight. Uh, again, I, this is a live program, and we are here in studio ready to take your calls and pray with you, pray, with, uh, for, pray for your prayer requests. So before we do anything, of course, we want to pray we want to ask the Lord and just put this time in the Lord's hands. So would you join me and would you pray for this program, pray for me, pray for this next hour. So God, we just come before you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for this hour, for this time, Lord, that we have together, Father, in your presence, Lord. And I pray for the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to move tonight, Lord, upon each and every listener. Wherever they're at, Lord, in their homes, in their cars, Lord, at their PCs, Lord, or however they're listening, Lord, I just pray, Father, that a special blessing would be poured out upon each and every listener tonight, that we would know you tonight a little better, Lord, that we would draw closer to you a little more, Lord. Father, that you would just bless those who are listening. Bless the prayer requests, Lord, those who call in tonight to seek you in prayer, Lord. I pray that every prayer would be answered tonight, Lord, that every question would be answered tonight, Lord, that we would seek you and find you because you said in your word, when we seek you with all our heart, that we will find you, Lord. So I thank you, Father. I pray your blessing, your power. Holy Spirit, take control in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, I just want to thank you guys for for listening, uh, for joining us tonight. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program. You can call in tonight with your prayer requests. You can call in tonight with your uh, Bible questions, with uh, Bible topics, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. For the live on-the-air calls, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Uh, if you have a, a a Bible question, a question about Christianity, a question uh, about world religion, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight that you want to ask a question about, I might not have the answer. I'm sure I don't, but the Bible does have the answer to your questions. So let's search God's Word. Let's search the Bible for the answer to your question. Uh, the number is one 
888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, for your Bible questions, your topics, praise reports, whatever's going on in your life tonight. How's the Lord blessed you? Uh, what? How's the Lord answered your prayers this week, this month? If you want to call in and give a praise report, we'd love to hear from you. It's one 888 995 You know, last week was uh, uh, the Harvest Crusade, and we were out there last Sunday, and uh, it was an awesome event, and I just wanted to, to thank God for all the people that gave their lives to the Lord. If you were at the Harvest Crusade last week uh, on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you gave your life to the Lord, and the Lord touched you in a special way, we'd love to hear your praise report. We'd love to hear from you tonight. The number is one 888 Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. The board is lighting up with calls, so we're going to take some calls in just a few seconds. I just want to remind you that uh, Friday nights we get together for prayer and worship. Last night we had an awesome time together before the Lord in prayer and worship. Uh, so if you'd like to to join us for prayer and worship on Friday nights, we get together at eight o'clock in Arcadia. Uh, the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. So if you have a desire to worship, if you have a need to be before the Lord, you know, we're desperate to be in God's presence. So come and join us uh, Friday nights at 8 o'clock. So, and if you'd like to join us, the, the address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the uh, 210 freeway, go to Foothill Boulevard. I'm sorry, take the 210 freeway to Santa Anita Avenue. Get off at Santa Anita, go north to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, uh, one block to First Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and First Avenue. So come out and join us for worship. Come and join us for prayer, uh, just to be before the Lord and just worship God. We are seeking the Lord to do mighty things, and I believe that we achieve that, we receive that through worship. You know, in the heat of worship, we are sanctified. In the heat of worship, we're drawn closer to the Lord. So I just encourage you to come out and pray with us. Come out and worship with us on Friday nights at 8 o'clock, 805 North 1st Avenue. If you're looking for a place to worship on Sunday mornings, we'd love to see you 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. on Sundays. Same place, 805 North 1st Avenue uh, in the city of Arcadia. Uh, pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor of the Hills Church. That's where we attend. And we'd love to see you uh, at the Hills Church at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Uh, we've got a few more announcements, but the, the phones are really lighting up, so I'll, I'll save those announcements for a little, in a little bit. We'll talk about some things. And let's go to our first caller and talk to Angelo. Hi, Angelo. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, guys. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I wanted to tell you something. I know some of you little... I'm from New York, and I moved here, and I don't know really the churches, and I felt alone. So I put the Christian station on, and I didn't realize. And then I say, I'm hearing your voice. My father is that a home? I'm talking to myself. And it was just God showing me that no matter where you are, or how hurt, or how alone you feel, Odell is there with you. That's from them, my own glass of Odell, and encouraged me. You know, I just wanted to thank you for that. Well, God that bless you don't you. even know me, but Tachis, by you doing the work of the Lord, I started picking up my Bible. I started getting back interested in the Word. I, hey. I just didn't feel alone anymore. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank, 
I just want to thank God for all his beautiful ministers, not just the pastors, the elders, the deacons. Hey. I started hearing the tapes again. I started hearing the music. I thought I got encouraged in the Lord, so I wanted to thank God for you and your beautiful ministry. And there's two of them now that I wanted to pray for. I wanted hey. to pray for my Aunt J.C., little Ricky's wife. She's in New York. She's got cancer. I pray in the name of Jesus that she's all right. And Johnny Green's wife, Betty, the total dope is Amen. So I just wanted to tell you guys that that it was beautiful. Well, let's pray, Angela. We're never alone, Lord. We're never far from your presence if we'll just seek you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for Angelo, for seeking you, Lord, for desiring you, Lord, to, to just search you out, Lord, for, for whatever blessing you have for him, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that this program would be a blessing to him, Lord, that what he, the words he hears tonight, Lord, Lord, that the, the preaching, the teaching, Lord, the prayers, Lord, would be a blessing to Angelo and his family. And I pray a special blessing. That your healing power would be upon them, Father, that no, there would be no sickness, no disease found, Lord, but that your glory, Amen. that your power, Lord, would be seen in their lives, Father, that the healing of a mighty and awesome God would be proclaimed throughout the land, Lord, that your word, Lord, that your praise, Lord, that your glory would be known for healing these two women, Lord. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, that they would be blessed and healed from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, that every organ and every cell, Lord, would function normally, Lord, the way you created. So I praise Amen. you and I thank you, Lord, for your mighty work, for your miracles, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So God will decide and God bless you. God bless you, Angelo. Bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Vicky. Hi, Vicki, you're Hi. on the air. How can we help you? Okay, I just want you to comment on Acts 4 and uh, chapter 4, 19 and 20. I can read it. It says, uh, but Peter and John answered and said to them, rather it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God you be the judge. And it says mm-hmm. in 20, but we cannot stop speaking what we have seen and heard. Uh-huh. Well, so I wanted to come back on. Well, well, Peter and John were both arrested at this time, and the uh-huh. priests of the synagogue are the ones who had them arrested, and they did not want them proclaiming the name of Jesus. They were telling him, if you notice in the, in the scripture, you can you know talk about whatever you want to talk about, but do not talk about this name, Jesus. Don't preach in the name of Jesus. Don't say anything about Jesus. They didn't want to hear about Jesus. They didn't want Jesus' ministry to continue. They wanted it stopped. And Peter told them, who should, and it says, filled with the Holy Spirit. Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are on trial today for the benefit done to a sick man, you know, he didn't want, they didn't want Jesus to get credit for the miracles that were happening through Peter and John. He said, you know, what is it better? What, should we listen to you or should we listen to God? You know, and the, the, the priests and the Sadducees, they were confounded because how can they answer that kind of question? You know, if they say, well, listen to God, then they have to say, okay, continue what you're doing. But if they say, listen to us, then they're putting themselves above God. So, so I love the way Peter 
answered them through the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit confounded the wisdom of the wise yeah. with these with these men who were unskilled and unlearned and uneducated, but filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's that, my yeah. that's my I comment. Yeah, I was wanting if I could say a quick prayer. Is that okay? Sure, go ahead. Okay, Father, we bless you today, and first and foremost, we want to thank you for allowing us to see another day, realizing that we did not have to wake up, but we did. I thank you for my brother, his ministry that he's been called to before the foundation of this world, Father God, and I ask that you continue to use him in the mighty way as you are. And uh, we just pray, especially for all the lost souls in the world, because we didn't always know you as Savior, but now we do. We pray also for the people that are on their way into the kingdom that has not made it in yet. We pray for them also. And as my brother said earlier, that we believe that every organ, every cell, every member in our bodies are healed because we do walk by faith and not by what we see. We also know that this world is not our home. Our citizenship is in heaven, and one day we are going there. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your prayers. Uh God bless you. Well, praise the Lord. If you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, and you want to stand in the gap for that person, you just want to say, Lord, we just pray for this person, and we lift them up to you, and we ask healing. Lord, you just, just call in, and we'll, we'll, we'll pray with you. We'll pray for you, for your needs, for the needs of your family, your friends. Call in the numbers 1-888-995-5552. That's one 1-888- 888 Nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls, for your prayers, for your prayer requests, for your needs, your desires that you want to bring before the Lord. If you have a Bible question, uh, something you want to talk about about the Bible, something that, that that you need a clearer understanding or you want to seek the Lord on, call in tonight with your questions on the Bible, Christianity, uh, the cults, the occult. You know, maybe. Uh, you ran into a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon and they brought something up and you didn't know how to answer. Well, that's okay because, you know, we're here to help you seek, find the answer to your questions. So call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Oh, thank you. God bless you. I wanted to, uh, about Cain and Abel, uh-huh. In the Bible, I never understood uh, why God didn't like Cain's uh, offering. Uh, okay. And um, I listened to this pastor, and he said that uh, there was an order in the tabernacle, like this, in the atrium, it had to be um, a sacrifice <coughs> of, of blood, mm-hmm. and then you go to the holy and then it, it was the sacrifice of the harvest, uh, fruits, vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the holies of holies, and it was the sacrifice of the minerals like gold and mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I, uh, I I don't know what the what the what your what the pastor or the person was teaching, <clears throat> because there was no tabernacles uh, at the time of Cain and Abel, and exactly. there was there was no Mosaic law. But exactly. but here's what happened. If you go back and you look at the story of Adam and Eve, when they sinned and all of that was dealt with by God, God covered their sin by the skin of animals. You know, they sold fig leaves together, 
uh, to cover yeah. their sin. But God killed an animal, sacrificed an animal, you could say, and yes. took those skins and made them clothes and covered their nakedness, covered their sin. So they knew, yeah. and they were taught by God about the sacrifice. So obviously, by the time Cain and Abel uh, were born, how did they know to give sacrifice? They were taught by Adam and Eve to give sacrifice, to sacrifice yeah. to the Lord. And what happened was, if you notice, Cain was a tiller of the ground. He grew a, 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 a harvest. He had something that he, grain or whatever he was, he, he was a, a farmer. He grew stuff. Yeah. Well, Abel, he tended his flocks. He took yeah. care of flocks of sheep or lambs or whatever they were. And yeah. they were taught, both of them were taught the same thing. So Abel knew to bring a live animal sacrifice to the Lord. Yeah. He knew through his mother and father's teaching that this is what you sacrifice to the Lord. So God yeah. honored his, his sacrifice because he did it the way God instructed uh, uh, Adam and Eve, and then Adam and Eve just instructed them. Whereas Cain, he wanted to do it his own way. So he brought yeah. the Lord what he had. He didn't bring yeah. a blood sacrifice. He didn't kill an animal and sacrifice it before the Lord. So God had no, uh, uh, God didn't honor his sacrifice, yeah. and that's what angered Cain. But Cain wanted to do it his own way, and and that's how that's why Cain wasn't honored by God because he rebelled. He didn't want to go to his brother and say, you know, give me a lamb or give me something to sacrifice before the Lord. He wanted yeah. to do it his own way and offer what the offer to God what he wanted to offer, not what God required. And that's teaching wow. us to come to the Lord as God calls us, the way God calls us by His Word, through the Word. We come and we know Amen. how to worship and, and how to honor God. So does that does, oh, does that help you, Sylvia? Yeah, that's beautiful, and uh, it makes all the sense in the world. I really appreciate that. I also wanted to briefly, if we can pray for our leaders. I know it's a horrible election time. Uh huh. Well, you know, we we must vote according to God's um. Uh, but we learn the word of God, right? But still, it's it's very scary uh, the way the thing is right now. Mm-hmm. So pray so these leaders, whoever it is, whoever will be the yes. president, empowered that the, the Holy Spirit will touch them somehow, Amen. so they could do the right thing for our country. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. Inspired by your word, Lord, that tells us to pray for our leaders and rulers and those who are in authority in government, Lord. So we pray for our current leaders, Lord, that you, Father, would have your way, that you would inspire them and lead them. Father, no matter what what they desire, Lord, your desire is more important. Your will is more important, Lord. And I know, Father, that no one is in power, Lord, who you do not allow to be in power. So, Father, we pray for our leaders that you would bless them, that you would inspire them, that you would lead them, and that you would guide them. And, Father, we pray for the future leaders of this country, Lord. Whoever is elected, Lord, this year, Lord, that you would inspire that person, that you would lead that person, Lord. Father, that they would be blessed and that they would be overwhelmed by the power of the Holy Spirit and inspiration for what the needs of this country are, Lord, and that they would be led by you, by your word, by your inspiration. Father, we just pray, Lord, your blessing upon this country, Lord, 
that this country would come back to a, a worshipful attitude, a God-honoring attitude. Lord, that we would all come together, Lord, with one desire to serve you and to serve each other. Lord, the great commandment to love you with all our heart, mind, and soul and to love each other, Lord, as we love ourselves. So we just pray, Father, for your perfect will to be accomplished in Jesus' name. We pray for our country. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. God bless you, Sylvia. Thank you for the call. Good night. Bye-bye. Well, we're going to go continue with the phone calls, and we're going to talk to, let's see, who should we, we'll go to Robert. Hi, Robert. You're on the air. How are you doing tonight? Hi, brother Sam. How are you? I'm it's doing wonderful. How are you doing? Pretty good. It's been about a couple of weeks since I called. Yeah, we um, talked about uh-huh. my stepdaughter, Hope. Right. Prayed for her. Right. How's her headaches? Um. Well, she's getting getting them off for now, and she still has that valley fever, and then her energy gets really low sometimes. Well, we'll um, continue to keep her in prayer for sure. And she's up in Bakersfield right now for the Labor Day weekend, and so I'm going to pray for, you know, the continuing healing of her headaches and the valley fever, and that her and her family will have a safe trip back home. Amen. Father, we just come before you, Lord. Lord, continually, Lord, consistently, Lord, we will pray for hope. We will continue to bring her before you, Lord. Lord, we desire to see these headaches completely and totally gone, healed from from, from this fever, Lord. We pray, Lord, that your blessing would be upon her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would be able to function, Lord, and work and do everything that she desires to do, Lord, everything that she's called to do, Lord. I just pray, Father, that your blessing would be upon her and her family, Lord. I just pray for a safe trip back and forth from Bakersfield, Lord, that they would enjoy this Labor Day weekend, Lord, that she would know the power of God, Lord, that she would know your presence, Lord, that she would know, Father, that you're always with her, Father, that your spirit guides her and leads her father that your blessing is upon her and your healing father we just thank you lord for her family i thank you lord for robert and his continued desire lord to pray and to seek you out lord for all the blessings that you have for him and his family father i just thank you in the mighty name of jesus amen amen okay thank you so much for your continued prayer god bless you robert okay god bless you too we'll talk to you next week all right god bless all right all right bye-bye Let's go back to the phone lines. If you need prayer, if you want to call in tonight, um, we're almost halfway through the program, and we just want to have enough time to take all the calls tonight. So if you'd like to call in tonight for prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, the Bible tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication. With a thankful heart, make your request known unto God. So make your request known tonight. You know, the only unanswered prayer, somebody told me, is an unprayed prayer. If you don't pray, God can't answer your prayer. So I I hope you'll call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. So call in for your prayer requests. We'll pray with you. We'll pray for you. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, the church, doctrine, theology, whatever, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. 5552 for the live on your calls. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Glenda. Hi, Glenda. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Um, yes, I have a question. What is the difference between an apostle and a disciple? Oh, that's a great question. Um, the, the difference between an apostle and a disciple. Well, 
all apostles are disciples, but not all disciples are apostles. And simply, a, a, a disciple is somebody who follows the teaching of somebody else. Uh, a, you know, we are Christians because we are Christ followers. And if we are Christ followers, we are disciples. We, we're learning from Christ. We're following Christ. We're uh, adhering to his, his teachings. So that's a disciple, a follower. You know, Jesus said in the great uh, commandment, go out into all the world and make disciples, teaching them all that I have taught you. So we are to continue the, the, uh, the process or the art of discipleship, leading others to follow right. Jesus the way we're following Jesus because we're all disciples of Christ. So that's the, the, the definition of a disciple. The, the, the apostle, okay, the word apostle means sent one. Jesus sent out the 12 apostles. He sent them to the world. He sent them out. So when, when the, so the, the apostles are the apostles because Jesus sent them out to preach the word, to, 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 to just uh, preach the gospel to all the world. So the, the, uh, the, the apostles are the sent ones, or the ones who are sent. Uh, they're sent out from the church. They're sent out by God to, to preach the word. And I, you know, the Bible tells us, uh, Paul tells us that uh, you know, some have been called to be apostles, some have been called to be preachers, some have been called to be evangelists or pastors. You know, not everyone is a pastor. Not everyone is an apostle. You know, and I believe the office, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, the office that the apostles held was special for, their, for those 12 men. They were the apostles. I don't believe that there are apostles today in the same um, office as the original apostles, Matthew and, and Peter and, and, and the rest of the, the apostles. But there is still the work of the apostles. When the church sends out an evangelist, when the church yeah. sends out uh, a preacher to, to go plant a new church or to go preach to a, a new area, he's a sent out one. He's doing the work of the apostle while he doesn't hold the office of the apostle. I believe that that office was meant for those 12 men, the original okay. apostles. Okay. So uh, let's say there's a pastor, because I know I had heard, um, like the radio, there was a pastor that said that he he changed his uh, title to apostle, and I was a little confused because I was mm-hmm. I was thinking, too, that it was like, from like the that was supposed to be from like the Bible days, so that kind of like it it confused me. Mm-hmm. Well, it it kind of you know there's a lot of titles, <clears throat> you know, and you can call yourself whatever you want, but it's what the Lord calls you that's important. It's, it's, it's what the Lord calls you to do. You know, I've heard you know some people, some men have, or some preachers or whatever have called themselves prophets. Well, prove it. You know, the proof of the prophet was, does everything they prophesy come to be? Does it come to pass? But here's the thing, you know, I can't judge the heart of a person. I can't judge the motives of a person, but I can judge the fruit. What are they doing? Are they uh, lifting up the name of Jesus? Are they preaching the word of God? Are they preaching the true word of God? You know, is there, you know, is there fruit from their ministry? And that's what we want to see. We want to see lives come to. We want to see people come to the Lord. We want to see people give their lives to the Lord and be discipled and be strengthened and be taught the Word of God. 
So, you know, if they're, if they're doing that, they can call themselves whatever they want as long as they're doing the true work of God. Amen? Amen. All Thank right, Glenda. So now I know what the difference is. Thank you uh, very much. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you for calling, Glenda. God bless. Thank you. Good God night. bless. Uh, let's uh, talk to George on line one. Hey, George, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing wonderful, man. I'm enjoying the calls tonight. A lot of calls. Absolutely, absolutely. I was going to say thank you guys and God bless you for taking my call and everything you guys do at the radio station. I helped everybody out in different ways. Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, my prayer request is my wife and I got married about, um, about nine months ago. Uh-huh. Um, September um, 12th will be nine months. And we went to a couple storms because we were always... We were actually doing really well before we got married, and we tried to, you know, put God first always and everything, especially in our marriage, and each time we kept on doing that and trying to do things right, of course, and we kept on going through these crazy storms out of nowhere, and uh-huh. it all it all just started when we got married, and, you know, thank God right now, we, we were about to get divorced, and I was just praying, and, you know, it's not the right thing to do, you know, devil attempts us to like so many ways that we need to overcome it by prayer, patience, and you know, just just having trust. And you know, thank God, um, three weeks ago, you know, wife and I basically canceled the divorce, and we we have a son as well too, just um, a month and a half ago. Wow. His name is Nathaniel. So you mm-hmm. know, we named him because he was a gift from God. Pregnancy wasn't really easy in the beginning, so it's just storm after storm after storm, and you know, just kind of crippled our foundation that we built. You know, together as you know, as, as together as the couple of Christ. And in the beginning, we really didn't do things God's way. You know, she got pregnant during during the engagement, so we kind of, you know, we know we kind of messed up and didn't follow God's rules. And mm-hmm. you know, we were going back and forth, and then we know we decided to go get married right away because we found out um, we haven't got married by the church yet because we were because she's. My wife is Catholic, and I'm I'm Christian, and uh-huh. you know, they had a thing where you need to take your sacraments, and it takes about a year. So, oh, with all the respect, you know, with her parents and my parents, me being Armenian, you know, and her and she being Hispanic, in our cultures, we can't live with each other unless we're married. Mm-hmm. So we went and got married by the way, and we are going to get married by the church. You know, right. the thing is, just pray for our marriage. Just want to request for pray for our marriage, and of course, mm-hmm. our our son Nathaniel and my and my wife Sarah. You know, we just, just want prayer requests for us, and, you know, I know storms are going to come again, and I know all the way to go through them is to pray. Well, let's pray. Father, I just pray for George and Sarah. Lord, they might have started out, Lord, on the wrong foot, or they might have started out with some storms in their life, Father, but they've weathered the storms through the power of God. Lord, they've stayed together, and I pray, Father, that you'd strengthen their marriage. I pray, Lord, that they would grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ and who you are and your love for them, Lord, and your desire, Lord, for them to to grow as a couple, Lord, that they would grow in intimacy towards each other, Lord, and a closer intimacy with you, Lord. Father, I just pray for them, Lord, that, that they would love you with all their heart, Lord, that they would be devoted to you with all their heart and that they would be devoted to each other, Father. Lord, I just pray for this family. I pray for their son Nathaniel, Lord, that they would raise him up, Father, in a, in a Christian home, Lord. A Christian home, Father, that is devoted and dedicated to you. 
Lord, I pray that you have your way because you know your plans for them, Lord. You know your plans for this family, and your plans are good. Your plans are for their welfare and to give them a hope and a future. So I just pray that you would strengthen them through the power of your Holy Spirit, that they would be founded, Lord, that their foundation, Lord, would be your word, your truth in their life. Lord, that you would plant them in a church, Father, where they can grow, Lord, that they can be nourished, Lord, where they can just find you more and more each time they, they're there, Lord. Whenever they go to church, Lord, that they would have an experience with you, Father, that they would meet up with you and hear your word and offer up sacrifices of praise and worship. Lord, I pray for this family to be an example, a testimony to what you're able to do. Lord, you said in this world that we will have trials, that we will have tribulations, but you told us to take courage, Lord, to be of good heart, Lord, for you have overcome the world. You told us to, to be courageous because you overcame the world already. You have the victory, Lord. And I just pray for this family, Lord. Encourage George, encourage his wife, and bless them, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, George, you were saying, <clears throat> do you have a church? Are you going to church? We, we actually go to Harvest. We go to her church, too, as well. Uh-huh. It's the Queen of Angels in Riverside, but we also go to Harvest. Well, that's that's exactly. I, I saw that you're in Riverside. I'm just going to tell you, Greg Laurie's out there. They're a great uh, uh, organization, and they also have couples counseling, which is yes. awesome. And I would encourage you to to meet up with some people there and just get plugged in, maybe to a a, a, a marriage group. Uh, you could get plugged into a men's group. Uh, do something, you know. Uh, get out there and just. Be with people. Be with people that can encourage you, to can strengthen you, and give you good counsel. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you, George. Good night. Bye. Uh, we're going to take one more call. We're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hey, hey Jeremiah, you're on the guys. air. How you How you hey. doing, Jeremiah? Hey, Sammy. How you guys doing? Waited a long time, but I understand you have a lot of phone. Yeah, calls. we had a lot of calls tonight. Sorry about yeah, that. I know that. Well, I just want to thank God for everything, because God answered all my prayers, you know, the things I wanted in life, you know, so far everything is going good. And, and that's it, and this, I need a little prayer because I'm moving next month on Halloween, that's when my lease goes back uh -huh. in my apartment. Okay. And I need God to bless me with another apartment. Amen. Uh, very soon, and just for, for my mother's healing, for her legs, pain in her legs, it's easy. And, yes. and I guess for Daddy, for him to get off of drugs. Amen. Praying for that, you know what I mean, and for everybody, you know. Yes. Oh, and also pray for my cousin Julie because her husband just died, Tony, about a couple days ago. Yeah, she was married to him about forty years. Well, Lord, you hear Jeremiah's prayer request, Lord. We pray for this family who, who's in mourning. We pray your peace and your grace and your mercy upon them, Lord. Your comfort upon them, Lord. We pray for Danny, Lord. They would be able, Lord, to be freed from drugs, Lord. And I pray for everyone, Lord, who's a, who has, whose addictions, Lord, are so powerful in their life that they keep them, Lord, addicted in the kingdom, in the chains and the bondage. I pray, Lord, that you would break the chains and bondages of addiction, Lord. Whatever addictions are out there, Lord, you know each and every one, Lord, who's addicted to drugs, who's addicted to alcohol. The addictions, Lord, that are out there, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would Help everyone, Lord, who has an addiction to break the power of addiction through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. I pray, Lord, 
for, for Jeremiah and his mom, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord. Lord, that you would heal her from pain, Lord, that you would give her, Lord, the healing that she desires. And Lord, that you would give them the apartment, the home, wherever you would lead them, Lord. I pray that you would lead them, Lord, and show them, Father, uh, and provide for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Well, God bless you, Sam. God bless you, Jeremiah. And God bless your ministries. I love you guys. God bless. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in tonight. Um, I wanted to continue with uh, the announcements. that I said, you know, I I wanted to continue with the announcements. Uh, I just wanted to remind you that we're now on podcast. So if uh, you'd like to tell somebody they can listen to the pro that, that can't stay up and listen live, they can listen to the program uh, by tomorrow. This program will be on the podcast, and we've got other previous shows on the podcast. Just go to kkla.com, and you'll see uh, the homepage for KKLA. And then look for the podcast up at the navigation bar. You'll see podcast, and then just look for our show, and you'll be able to listen to uh, these programs uh, whenever you want. You can listen to them on your PC or on your iPad, on your iPhone or, or Android. Just download the KKLA app, and you'll be able to listen to this program and many other programs uh, that are on podcast for KKLA. So again, uh, listen to our show on podcast at kkla.com, and then just look for the podcast bar. We also have a prayer list that we want to get to. Uh, we want to pray for uh, Andrew Johnson, who's going to be going for surgery on Tuesday. We also want to pray for Joey Mitchell, who's going to be going for a biopsy. Uh, we also want to pray for Ricky Marco. Uh, we just found out that uh, 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 Ricky uh, needs to do some further testing. So we want to pray for Ricky Marco's healing. We also want to pray... For Teddy Nicholas, uh, Jimmy uh, and uh, Nancy's uh, son for healing from a heart condition. Uh, we want also want to pray for Eric Midlow and Victoria and Gekka and Sally. Uh, we want to pray for Angie, uh, Cookie's daughter and her new baby, that the Lord would just bless. We also want to pray, pray for Yeso Midlow, Mark Mitchell, uh, Debbie, Jimmy and Nancy's daughter. Uh, we want to pray for Miller Marco for his continued healing. Larry, Mary, Barbara, Rita. Nancy and Donna, Sister Patricia, Pastor Steve Johnson, Pastor Salka, Liska Johnson and Rosie and Chunga, Yanko. We want to pray for Cookie and her family, for Bobby Evans, for Jimmy Nicholas, for Johnny and Tuli, for Natalie Grace, for Pastor Jojo, for Anthony Martin, for Toby and Lisa, for Josie Christensen. We also want to pray for Frank Nicholas and Nancy Nicholas, for Michael Mitchell, for Roly B., Sean and Denise and Allison for, for Wally. Wally Mitchell's continuing the, the uh, treatments for, uh, for cancer, so we're asking God to, to heal him from cancer. Him and uh, Nancy were also in a car accident. We're praying that God will heal them from the accident. We're asking prayer for Matilda and family, Nala, for Renee. Many of you know Renee for many years from France. Um, he had a stroke, and we're asking God to continue his healing. Uh, our brother John Jace had surgery this week, and praise God, everything went well. We're praying God to continue his healing. We want to pray for Jimmy and Nancy, Jimmy Argentino and his family, for Tony and Peter Nicholas, for Pastor Lawrence, for Ronnie and Sally, for Eddie and Nena, for Harry and Sandra, for Frankie and Portland, Beaver and Lisa, for Baby Raphael, Shaggy and family, and John Demetro. Mugodad, we just pray and seek you, Lord, for all of these prayer requests, for all of these needs, Lord. 
Lord, what is beyond your ability? What is beyond your strength and your power? Nothing, Lord. Every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, you are greater than cancer. You are greater than sugar diabetes. You are greater than kidney disease. You are greater than all sickness and disease, Lord. You are greater than all situations and circumstances. Lord, if someone needs a home, Lord, if somebody's in financial problems, Lord, you're there to, to help and to provide. Lord, as you provided for Elijah, Lord, with the ravens who brought him bread and brought him brought him meat, Lord. You provided for all, all of the all of his needs, Lord, and you provide for all of our needs. Whether our needs are spiritual, Lord, I pray, Lord, that all the backslidden, all the addicted, Lord, that that all those who are far and distant from you would come to their senses and come to a realization of who you are and be drawn into your love, be drawn by your grace, Lord, to your presence, Father. I pray for a great outpouring of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to all those who are backslidden and those who don't know you, Lord, that they would come to know you, Father. I pray for those who are, Lord, who are suffering with sickness and disease. I pray for your healing. And I pray, Lord, for all of the material needs of this world, Lord, that you would provide according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And in that name, Lord, we pray for each and every, for each and every need in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, in the time we have left, I'd like to share with you a, a, a word, a message, uh, you know, um, the title is you are not alone we are not alone you know most people don't like being alone some people actually hate being alone it goes to a place where you know there's even a phobia about being alone it's monophobia it's called people don't like usually to be alone you know i don't like being alone i you know when you experience something, it's always better when you have somebody there to experience it with, to share with somebody. We don't like being alone. But you know, Satan loves when you're alone. He loves when you're all by yourself and isolated. You know, God did not create us to be alone. God never intended man to be alone. Look in Genesis 2.18. It says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper, suitable for him. It goes on to say, So the Lord caused the deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. And the man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Man and woman became one flesh, one flesh together, never to be alone, never to be separated. God always intended for us to live together with him as our God, Lord, and Savior, and with each other as brothers and sisters. God never meant man to be alone. He never meant us to be isolated. He never meant us to be off by ourselves. He meant us to live together, to live together, to work together, to worship together. You know, uh, the, the word church means assembly. We assemble together. We come together as brothers and sisters to worship, to worship our God. 
We assemble together. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembly as some have. Don't forget that you need to come together. Don't forget that you gather together. We come together to seek the Lord. We live our lives together, not isolated from each other. God never intended us to be alone. But Satan, through isolation, through through, through isolating man, that's how things got messed up. You know, when you, when you look at Genesis, the fourth chapter, and, you know, we had a call tonight about Cain and Abel. It said, so it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Abel, on his part, also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain... And for his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. And then the Lord said to him, Why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not? If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do, if you do not do well, sin is crouching at your door, and his desire is for you, but you must master it. And then Cain told his, then Cain told Abel his brother. And it came about that when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and he killed him. Now, where do you think Cain got the idea to kill Abel? You know, I kind of think alone, isolated, off by himself, an idea was planted in his head. I think Satan put the idea in his head to go and kill his brother. You know, he didn't talk it over with God. You know, God warned him. God told him. He warned him. Why? He said, why are you angry? Why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? He said, if you do well, if you change your ways, if you repent and do well and offer up the proper sacrifice, I will have regard for you, God is telling him. He says, if you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at your door. His desire is for you, but you must master it. God warned him. But but Cain didn't reply to God. He didn't talk it over with God, even though God warned him. He didn't go to his father and talk it over with Adam and said, you know, Dad, Dad, you know, I offered up to God my, my sacrifice, but God didn't have any regard for it. He regarded Abel, but not me. He didn't talk about it. He didn't go to his dad to talk about it. He didn't go to Adam. He didn't go to his heavenly father. He didn't go to God to talk about it with God. Why didn't you regard my, what did I do? No, he didn't talk it over. He stayed isolated. He stayed alone. He acted on his own all alone. What do you think would have happened if he had just talked to God or if he had just talked to his dad, if he talked to Adam? Whenever we act on our own, separate from the will of God, separated from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we're asking for trouble. We're not to be alone. We need the wisdom of God in our life. We need the wisdom of people we can trust. Psalm, the the very first psalm, the very first psalm talks about this. It says, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of wicked, 
or stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the sea of scoffers. His delight is in the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the word of God. His delight is in the counsel, the wisdom, the truth of the word of God. And that's where we walk. That's how we're to walk. Not in the counsel of the wicked, but in the counsel of God's word. Proverbs 28, 26 says, He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but he who walks wisely will be delivered. We need wisdom. We need sound counsel. We're not wise. We're not, we don't have uh, wisdom on our own. We need to seek the wisdom of God. We need to seek the wisdom of others. You know, this is why God never intended for man. God never intended us to be alone. He gave us his promise that we're never alone. You know, Deuteronomy 31 says, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It's awesome. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's awesome to know that God is with us, that we're never alone. God is always with us. You know, whether, you know, how can I say this? Whether you believe it or not, doesn't change the fact that you are never alone. God is always with you. His eyes are always upon us. His eyes are never far from us. He's never, we're never out of God's thoughts. You are always in his thoughts. You are always in his presence. There's no place you can go where God is not always there. You know, I, I, I heard a story once, and it's a true story about, about the, the, Apollo, uh, 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 the, the Apollo space plan. Uh, when we went to the moon back, back in the 60s, how that they had communion on the uh, Apollo mission, orbiting the moon. I think it was Buzz Aldrin, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it was Buzz Aldrin who actually asked if he can do communion up in the space capsule orbiting the moon, and NASA allowed him to do Out in space, orbiting the moon. God's presence was there with them. They were never far from God. You're, you're never far from God. No matter where you go, no matter where you are, God is with you, and you're never alone. And that's an awesome thing to know. We need that assurance. We need to know that we're never alone. God is always with us. You know, it's awesome and it's terrifying at the same time. You know, it's terrifying to know that God is always with us. God sees everything you do. God knows every thought you have. You know, and it's it's awesome and it's terrifying for this for these two reasons. Because we bring him joy when we obey him and we grieve him when we sin. He sees everything we do. He knows everything we do. And when we're in obedience to God, we bring him joy. You know, Psalm 147 says, He delight, His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. The Living Bible says it like this, The speed of a horse is nothing to him. How puny in his sight is the strength of a man, but his joy is in those who reverence him, 
those who expect him to be loving and kind. How awesome is that? God rejoices in you. God takes pleasure in you. God delights in you when you obey him, when you seek him. But he also grieves over you when you sin because we're never alone. God sees us when we obey him and he sees us when we're disobedient. And Ephesians 4.25 says, Therefore, laying aside all falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals must steal no longer, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have something to share with the one who has need. Let no unwholesome word, I'll say it again, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification, the building up of the church, the building up of your brother, according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. And listen to this, verse 30. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and all wrath and all anger and all clamor and all slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. It's an awesome and terrible thing at the same time to know that we are never alone, that God's eyes are constantly upon us, that we are constantly before the presence of God. He is with us always. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He sees us when we're obedient, and he sees us when we're disobedient. And you know, the true character of a man, the true character of a Christian, the true character of a child of God is said to be when we're all alone, when there's nobody around. What do we do? How do we act? The true character of a person is measured on what they do when they think nobody's watching. But God is always watching. God always sees us. Yes, it's said that our true nature is revealed in what we do when we're alone, when we think that no one else is watching. And like I said, the truth is that we're never alone. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are always with us. How awesome is that? You know, Jesus said in Matthew 28, he says this, And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus gave us this promise that he's always with us. He'll never leave us. He's with us even to the end of the age. In John 14, he says, These things I have spoken to you while I'm with you, while I'm abiding with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. 
God is going to send, he's telling you, God is sending the Holy Spirit. God is sending the helper. And he will be with you always, teaching you all things, bringing to your remembrance everything that I've taught you. God, the Holy Spirit, is always with us. He lives in us. He fills us. He baptizes us. John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water, but one is coming greater than I who will baptize with fire and the Holy Spirit. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit. We're baptized with the Holy Spirit. We're filled and indwelled with the power of the Holy Spirit. We are never alone. He's always with us. 2 Corinthians tells us, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us in God, who also sealed us and gave us the Spirit in our hearts as a pledge. God has given you his Holy Spirit. God has placed his Holy Spirit in your heart to lead you, to guide you, to correct you, to encourage you. And I pray that you'll realize through this message that you are never alone. God is always with you, encouraging you, empowering you, giving you the ability to overcome every circumstance, every situation. His power. We were never meant to be alone. God always intended to live with us, to be with us, to encourage us, and that we would encourage each other. Ephesians, the first chapter, says this, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him, sealed with him in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of promise, who was given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. And then 1 John 4 says, You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. God never intended man to be alone. He never intended you to be alone. And we are never alone. God is always with us. Don't live in isolation. Don't live separated from God. Don't live separated from each other. But reach out to God. Reach out to each other. Encourage one another as God encourages you. Know this, that you are never alone. God never intended you to be alone. Satan would like to get you alone and and, and destroy you. But when we gather together, when many are gathered together, we have more power. We have more power because... When we're together, God strengthens us even more. Alone, we're weak. Off by ourselves, Satan has a field day. We've seen that in Scripture, what he's able to do when you're off by yourself, isolated. God wants to know he never intended you to do that. He never intended you to be isolated. So I pray, Father, that you would lead us and guide us into that place, Lord, of communion, into that place of community, Lord, with you and each other. I pray that you would reach out and touch each and every listener tonight, Father, with the assurance that we are never alone, but we have your power and your grace and your mercy. Bless each and every one tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed the program, and I hope you'll take this message to heart, that you are never alone, and God is always with you. And we're to be together, together in unity, in the foundation of God's word and his grace and his mercy. Well, don't forget to be in church tomorrow. Wherever you go to church, may the Lord bless you 
And then I hope you'll join us for Friday nights and then be back here next Saturday night. God bless you and good night. Coming live from the Frank three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.